This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to the Zoomer Week in Review, brought to you by CARP, a new vision of aging. Support CARP with your membership today. Visit carp.ca. Good afternoon and welcome to the Zoomer Week in Review, all things Zoomer worldwide. I'm Libby Zneimer. She's a beloved politician, a trailblazing woman, and now a cover model at the age of 98. I talk with Hazel McCallion and a pair of legendary Zoomer comedians take to the stage in Toronto. But first, here are your Zoomer headlines from around the world. Would this be helpful in Canada? Ireland's post office is offering its services to homeless people, the first of its kind in Europe. Address Point provides an instant address generated online using a mobile phone or laptop. The mail is picked up later by the customer using photo ID at any post office. Charities help customers with the initial online registration. Canada's new food guide is getting a thumbs down from nearly half of Canadians. According to a new Angus Reid survey, many find it too expensive to put the recommended food on the table. Half of lower-income Canadians say it's difficult to afford to eat a diet that puts more emphasis on plant-based foods, and as a result, they're choosing less healthy, cheaper options. And nearly 70% of Zoomers say they have a hard time keeping track of what is healthy, with changing diet trends. Humans can make fresh brain cells until well into their 90s, but the production of new neurons drop in those with Alzheimer's, even in the initial stages. These new findings may help doctors diagnose the disease at an earlier stage and identify those most at risk. It's the latest on an issue that's divided neuroscientists for decades, some arguing humans have their full quota of brain cells by adulthood, and others claiming fresh neurons continue to be made into old age. It's published in the journal Nature Medicine. The cheerleaders doing halftime shows for the NBA's Washington Wizards this season were fan favorites. Every member of the Washington Wisdom is over 50 and the oldest is 76. The mature rookie dance team puts in hours of weekly grueling workouts. And as the NBA season comes to a close, the current members promise to be back again next year for tryouts. A legendary Maple Leafs usher died this week. 80-year-old Andy Mastoris continued working up until recently and was the only remaining staffer working Leafs games who could boast about seeing Toronto win a Stanley Cup. His first day on the job was in 1964, the night the Beatles played the Gardens. It became a tradition for fans to take a photo with Mastoris outside his perch at Gate 1. I'm Libby Snymer, and those are your Zoomer headlines from around the world. Introducing Hazel must be the easiest job in the world because everybody knows Hazel. And they not only know Hazel, but they know why they know Hazel. 
because she is Madam Mayor, Madam Mayor practically for life, with a history of electoral success that is astonishing, successive victories with pluralities, well, that only Kim Jong-un could possibly understand, though I understand he is envious of your record. That's Moses introducing the legendary Hazel McCallion at an event to celebrate her cover on the May issue of Zoomer magazine. She has the distinction of being the oldest cover subject ever. We sat down to talk after the party. Life is, is, a, is a roadway, and uh, you can go along that roadway successfully or have a lot of problems. And uh, fortunately, I have in good health, uh, which is so blessed. Uh, the, the good Lord has been looked after me all these years. I was very active in the Anglican Church. I was president of the Anglican Young People's Association of Canada, first female president. So the church has played a major role in my life and my faith. And, you know, you have to have a purpose and you have to believe in people and believe that everybody has some some good part to them and work with people. You, of course, played hockey professionally. That's right, in Montreal, 40 and 41. Wow, a few years ago. Uh, just a few years ago. As uh, the editor, Suzanne Boyd, was saying, you're the oldest cover model at 98. What do you think of that? I, I heard that for the first time this morning. I think that's quite, uh, quite an honor. To be the uh, the oldest that has ever appeared on the uh, front page of Zoomer. Zoomer is well received. You can't imagine the calls I've had since the May issue went out from people saying, "Oh, we saw you on the front page of Zoomer." I had calls from Thunder Bay. I had calls from Hamilton. I had calls from Guelph, and uh, calls from Ottawa. Now, I remember back in the day in my career, I covered a few of your elections. Yes. And I don't even know if election is the right word. It was would be almost like a coronation. And people, your constituents loved you. Why, why do you think that is? Well, I, I spent, I worked hard for them. I wanted to build a community for people. I wanted to build a city for people. And I had good staff. Uh, I had counselors that bought into that over the years. I had counselors that bought into that, that we wanted to build a city where all the facilities were there from the cradle to the grave. And uh, that was our ambition. And also to create jobs. You know, we have a very sound economic base in Mississauga. And uh, and to have all the facilities, you know, uh, uh, community centers and libraries, etc. A community is only as great as its people, and uh, the people that moved into the into Mississauga and the people that were there for years uh, worked together to build a great city. You're so plain spoken. You know, often when people get political. You know, you can't tell what the heck they're saying. No, I'm very, very, I say it the way it is. And secondly, I, you know, I, I, I attended every event I could. I gave it full time. You have to make yourself available. 
to the to the to the residents, so that if they have concerns, uh, they can get in touch with you. My phone number was in the phone book, so they didn't have to worry about getting the phone number of the mayor. And yet, I received very few calls at home. People appreciated that the statement I would make that uh, I was building a city for people, and I spent their money like I spent their my own, which was seldom, and they liked that. <laughs> Mississauga wants to secede from Peel Region. It's the third largest city in the province, uh, and it said that model is antiquated. And that's a process started by you, is it not? Yeah, we well uh, about twelve years ago, I think it is. Uh, we uh, we decided that we should leave the region of Peel uh, because we were growing, and uh, you know uh, I felt that Mississauga didn't have the status that Windsor had or Barry had because they were in regional government. So we were not what I called a complete city, and so uh, we hired consultants, which uh, clearly indicated that uh, we were. Giving, uh, sending a lot of money to the region appeal to support Caledon and uh, and Brampton, and uh, that uh, we could have saved at that time. I think it was thirty five million a year if we. Uh, and I was concerned about duplication because there is duplication with regional government. I think it's now it's up eliminated. to. I think now it's up to eighty five million a year. Yeah, now their report says eighty five. I have not commented at this point because I'm waiting for the report that comes forward from the task force that uh, Doug Ford set up. Doug Ford, I think, is is doing a good job. Uh, I uh, I supported him. I thought he province needed a good manager that uh, respected taxpayers' money, and uh, that's why I supported him to become premier. And uh, so I will be glad to advise him at any time on any matter that he wants advice on. You're amazing at 98 and a role model for aging. Uh, what do you think about being in that position? Well, you know, it, it, I, I think it's so natural. You know, I, I don't feel that uh, I just express my, uh, my philosophy in life, and that is to work hard to have a purpose, and to contribute, make a contribution to organizations, and to encourage youth, because that, you know, I'm so proud to be chancellor of Sheridan College, uh, to say to youth, commitment and hard work will get you a long way in life. You still drive? Still drive. Still live on your own? Live on my own with my beautiful German Shepherd, Missy. And you still clean your own house? Yes. I love being outdoors. you got to stay active. And I love nature, of course. So that's it. Keep going. That was the indomitable Hazel McCallion. She's on the cover of the May issue of Zoomer magazine. When Marty and I fly together, we save a lot of money because Marty fits conveniently in the overhead bin. <laughs> Our friendship has so long survived, it's lasted 30 years somehow. Let's count the awards that you have won. 
One, two, three, four, five, six, none. <laughs> My friend Steve Martin! My friend Martin Short! Comedians Steve Martin and hometown guy Martin Short have no intention of retiring, although their show alludes to it in the title. Now you see them, soon you won't. We chatted ahead of their show at the Sony Center. We do do a eulogy in our show for each other. Yes. Oh, that, that must be fun. Yeah, it is fun. But I must admit, I, I personally, you know, I just turned 69. I do not obsess on this number. I think if, you know, obviously there are things medically that can help people as they age, but I think just obsessing on, oh, I'm 69. Oh, my, I'm old now. I, I, I don't think that's good. I don't think retirement's good if you love what you do. What is your experience of the time we're in now as opposed to the time back then when you became famous? Then it was harder to become famous, but you know there, there wasn't as much competition. So now the comp- it's easier to become famous, but the competition is incredible. Harking back to Second City and SCTV, those things, Marty, are still... People still know them here. I think that certain comedy is stands the test of time, and certain comedy is has a short shelf life. And I think the SCTV material, surprisingly, even when we did this event uh, for a documentary with uh, Martin Scorsese last spring, the audience reaction to pieces that John Candy shot in '78 was like as the biggest laughs you could hear. Steve, you were saying that you really enjoy playing in Toronto. What about it? Toronto is a very, to me, I could be wrong, you live there, I don't, but it's a very clean city. It feels friendly, it feels multicultural, it feels like everybody's getting along, or at least that's its goal. I know there was some recent tragedies there, but um, that's that's been my feeling for a long time since I first went there when I was 21. There was this whole thing that people would flock to Canada after Donald Trump's election. That obviously didn't happen. But do you have any thoughts on Canada now versus the United States now? As you know, I'm Canadian. I also uh, have American citizenship. So I do have a perspective. Uh, I think everyone I know feels when they find out that I'm Canadian, they their response is, wow, that sounds so hip to be there. Oh, my God, they have such sensible gun laws. And I think that Canada is wildly admired throughout the world. Do you find any difference playing to an American versus a Canadian audience? There is this difference in that American audiences res- uh, respond to what little political material we have um, They'll, they'll, they'll respond according to their own beliefs. And Canada just enjoys it. That was Steve Martin and Martin Short. They hit the stage at the Sony Center last night. And that brings us to the end of this edition of the Zoomer Week in Review. I'm Libby Snymer. Thanks for joining me today. Be sure to come back next week to stay up to date with all things Zoomer worldwide. You've been listening to the Zoomer Week in Review. Produced by MZ Media Limited. Executive producer, Moses Neimer. Produced by Christine Ross, Michelle Saunders, Paul Thomas, and Andre Lowy.
This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.